0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to Talk with the Doc, the show where we bring your questions to medical experts for insight and information. I'm your host, Mary Renoff, and here with me today is Caitlin Snyder, a dietitian within Northwest Health Services Buchanan, Washington. Today, we're answering your questions about the community wellness weight management programs offered by INHS and how they can help you. Remember, everyone, many of our questions come from you, our listeners, via social media. We can be found on Twitter and Facebook at Providence and on Instagram under Providence Health Systems. Use the hashtag doc, that's hashtag #TalkWithTheDoc for a chance to hear your questions in our future episodes. Before we start, I want our listeners to know that the information provided during this program is for educational purposes only. You should always consult a healthcare provider if you have any questions regarding a medical condition or treatment. So let's get started by welcoming our guest today. Hello, Caitlin. Hello. So I'm gonna give you a super easy one, Caitlin. Tell us just a little bit about your role within the organization.
1: Yeah, so I'm a registered dietitian, and uh, I work with Inland Northwest—sorry, uh, Inland Northwest Health Services Community Wellness, and I mostly do diabetes education and work in the weight management programs.
0: Wonderful. Well, can you talk a little bit more about the services that Inland Northwest Health provides um, around those those kind of things?
1: Yeah, so at Community Wellness, we have a variety of different programs and services. Uh, focused on weight management and health. Um, We have a few group offerings like the HMR program for weight management, which is um, a meal replacement based program. We have the group lifestyle balance program. um, And we do one-on-one dietitian consults and some testing like metabolic testing and in-body testing, which is body composition testing, which can provide really useful information about um, your metabolic rate and can help with weight loss as well.
0: Great. Well, let's um, talk today. I know we're going to focus on the weight management, although it sounds like we're going to have you back a few more times because there's a lot more programs, but knowing that we want to talk about weight, talk a little bit about the program and what you guys offer.
1: Yeah. So, um, Program-wise, like if you wanted to join a group program and um, be in that type of setting, we have the HMR Healthy Solutions Plan. And that one uses HMR meal replacements. So shakes, entrees, um, a hot cereal, bars, the chicken soup, Um, and that one is a really great program for those who want to kind of take the guesswork out of weight loss because a lot of the food is provided for you, Um, but what I really love about this program is it also gets you to eat lots of fruits and vegetables. You eat five servings of fruits and vegetables a day, um, and that's something that, you know, we all know is healthy, but it can be kind of hard to do. Um, And you also get a lot of accountability and support from highly trained health coaches and group meetings. Um, And it's really focused on helping you lose weight, but also learning the skills you need to keep that weight off. Um, And I would say the same thing for our group lifestyle balance program. That's another group setting where you do get a lot of support from coaching um, but that one is not using meal replacements so that's kind of the main difference between our two main programs Um, and it's based on the diabetes prevention program so you kind of use your own meal plan and um, lose weight by tracking your calories mostly
0: Awesome. How do people get to you? Do you, Can you sign up on your own? Does it, is it an insurance thing? Do I have to have a referral from my primary care physician? Yeah. So um, all of the above. <laughs> so people can sign up on their own or
1: oftentimes uh, people's doctors do refer them. And sometimes insurance will help with some of the programs. Um, it just kind of depends.
0: And are you guys doing more virtual visits now in the time of COVID or is everything still in person? How does that work? Yeah, we are doing
1: a lot virtually right now. Um, When COVID first hit and we had restrictions in place, we did move all of our group programs to a virtual platform. um, And we're still doing that until further notice. But as things start to reopen, we will resume kind of having both options in person and, uh, Remote options.
0: and are these programs one on one or do you have support groups? Do, are you are they done in group format? Um so we offer both. So the HMR program is a group
1: program where um, you have weekly group meetings and there is a facilitator, and um, you do have support from others in the group. And the same goes for our group lifestyle balance program. Um, that is. A group setting as well, and then our dietitian consults and our metabolic testing. Those are all individual programs. So um, those are good options for those who maybe don't want to be in a group setting or it doesn't work with their schedule. And um, you can just meet one-on-one with a dietitian.
0: And how would I know which program is the right one for me? I mean, how, how, how would I know if HMR is right? If group lifestyle, do I have to have diabetes? Do I have to be a certain amount of overweight? <laughs> what are the kind of the guide rails?
1: Yeah. So, you know, there's no hard and fast qualifications for any of the programs that we offer. It's kind of just whatever works the best for you or whatever feels like the best fit for each individual. Um, HMR is a great fit for those who really want. A structured meal plan that they don't have to make a lot of decisions. They don't have to do a lot of cooking um, because the meal replacements make it really easy. You know, you just eat the meal replacements along with your fruits and vegetables. Um, for those who want a little bit more flexibility, Group lifestyle balance is a great option because you follow your own meal plan and uh, you would just track your calories and you still get some structure and support from the program, but you have more flexibility with your eating. Um, And then, if you want the most flexibility and you really want an individualized approach, you can meet with a dietitian and get a custom meal plan and um, kind of really
0: individual one on one coaching. When you talk about the meal replacement where does that meal where where does the food come from Uh, the food is made by HMR and um,
1: it's all you know really healthy good ingredients and designed to be really filling and really nutritious and to give you complete nutrition and um, it's really Delicious, actually. I mean, I've, I've worked with people who've done other meal replacement programs because there's a lot of them out there these days, and in general, people say that the HMR food is among
0: the best they've had. Um, it's pretty tasty. I'm I'm not going to say which one I've done, but I did one, and I swear everything tasted like cardboard. <laughs> That's was <is> horrible.
1: <laughs> yeah, I hear that about a lot of different uh, different options out there. So uh, the HMR food does not taste like cardboard. It's really good. <laughs>
0: Do you find that economics comes into play here? Because one of the things I would say is that meal replacement program that I did was super effective for me, if nothing else, that it really taught me about, you know, calories in, calories out, and the importance of tracking. But it was more expensive than if I went to the grocery store and bought my own food prep.
1: Yeah, so with a meal replacement program, you are paying for some of the convenience and you know, some of the ease that comes with having your food ready, prepared. And we kind of see that in general, you know, it's more expensive to eat at a restaurant than it is to cook at home. So we do pay for that convenience. Um, so our HMR program is a bit more costly than um, maybe the group lifestyle balance program or um, dietitian consults.
0: It makes sense, right? I think it's always yeah. a little bit of a pro and a con for sure. It's just like, Right. Talking about the, the program differentiations, right, of whether I'm in a group or whether I'm not, because I think a lot of people really, when especially when it comes to weight loss, maybe feel uncomfortable being in a group setting. So do you find that people go from program to program or do they pretty much stick with one?
1: Well, one of the great things about the HMR program is that it has, we call them two phases. So the first phase is the fast weight loss phase where you're really focusing on following a really structured plan, but it's for a short time. And then you move into phase two where you start to eat a bigger variety of foods and you get support with reintroducing foods and you learn how to maintain your weight loss, which oftentimes is the hardest part. Um, so most people will kind of go between those phases, but um, they would generally stick with HMR or group lifestyle balance. But, you know, sometimes people have done both.
0: I'm just going to go ahead and say it is the, the maintaining it. It's the hard part. I mm-hmm. lost 120 pounds in about 20 months and kept it off for 18 months and then COVID hit and (laughs) I put 40 pounds back on. It's really, really hard, especially when, you know you're stuck at home and you're around your food all the time and maybe, you know, life is hard but it is what I learned in that 18 months. And I did one of our programs as well it was the learning, like I said, it's the calories in and out. It's the what kinds of food. It's the processed food versus not processed food. So do you find that it's really the education you're providing people that sticks with them and helps them kind of maintain this over a long time period? Well, yes and no.
1: I would say the education is really important. As you've mentioned, you know, the, there's a lot of conflicting information about nutrition out there these days um, and health. So, um, we do try to provide kind of evidence-based and practical information that people can use. But I will say in my experience, a lot of people, by the time they come to us, it's not their first rodeo. You know, they've they've tried losing weight before and they know a lot. It's more about doing it. It's more about putting that information into practice. And that's where, you know, being in the group setting can be helpful and working with our, our coaches um and having the support and accountability that you get from a program or from you know doing dietitian consults can be so helpful.
0: Talk to me a little bit about the importance of exercise, fitness as long as it, sorry, as well as nutrition. Like it's you can't just you can't just do it all with one and done, right? It is an entire lifestyle. How does that fit into the programs you talk about?
1: Yeah, so all the programs we have do have an element of increasing physical activity, because exercise is helpful for weight loss, for sure. But also, everything we offer is ultimately about helping people get healthier. And we know that exercise is really, really important for just your long term health, and reducing risk of things like diabetes, heart disease, and, you know, even improving those conditions if you already have them. And so we do work with people to increase their physical activity from wherever they are starting and in a way that's safe and realistic for them. Um, And I will say that when it comes to weight loss, kind of calories in or what you eat is the bigger piece of the puzzle that is kind of more effective. So um, I've heard it described as it's about 80% what you eat and about 20% exercise for weight loss. Um, But we know that for maintaining a weight loss, being
0: physically active is really, really important. Sounds about right. I would say that I've definitely seen that. Uh, Caitlin, this is fascinating. We're going to take a quick break. And when we do, we're going to come back with more questions on weight management.
1: I came like cinema and- More than I could take Pity for pity's sake Some nights kept me awake I thought that I was stronger
0: When you're gonna realize That you don't even have to try We are back on Talk with the Doc. We're here with our guest Caitlin Snyder, and we're talking about healthy weight management and the programs that she works on. Um, Caitlin, I've been hearing a little bit about what I guess you'd call mindful or an intuitive eating. Can you explain what that is and, and how that plays a role in kind of our, our overall health?
1: Yeah, definitely. So, um, mindful and intuitive eating are kind of two slightly different things that are along the same lines, but mindful eating is basically um, Paying more attention because so many times we are distracted when we're eating, or um, you know, we're not really um, paying attention. Maybe we're watching TV, we could be working, we could be looking at our phone or driving. And when you're distracted and not paying attention, um, it's kind of hard to eat the right amount. So Mindful eating is a way to help you kind of tune back into your body's hunger and fullness cues, and eat when you're hungry, and stop eating when you're feeling satisfied and full. And by paying more attention to the food, you can start to enjoy it more. You can really savor your food. So it it really has a lot of benefits. Um, and then the intuitive eating piece is um, kind of getting back to trusting ourselves to uh, make healthy food choices that are going to nourish our bodies and to know what to eat and to eat the right amount. Um, We're all born with that ability. Uh, If you look at how a baby eats, babies let you know when they're hungry, and as soon as they're full, they stop eating. Um, And for whatever reason, and for a variety of reasons, really, over the years, we tend to kind of lose touch with that ability. And we lose our confidence in how much we should eat and what we should eat. Maybe we've tried different diets, we've heard conflicting nutrition information. Um, And so by practicing intuitive eating, you can um, kind of use like a hunger and fullness scale and make a practice of checking in with your body and saying, how hungry am I? And if I'm not hungry, and I'm you know, feeling like eating, why do I feel like eating right now? Um, And if it's not a hunger driven uh, desire to eat, then, you know, learning some different strategies and learning some different um, responses. And through practicing intuitive eating, people can, you know, who maybe have kind of a complicated relationship with food, Maybe from having dieted in the past can start to rebuild that relationship with food where they can enjoy it, they can trust themselves to eat the right amount um, and they can um, eat when they're hungry, not because you know they're bored or upset or whatever it might be
0: yeah i've I've never eaten based off of emotion, <laughs> <laughs> or at least not in the last twenty minutes, <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Well, I um, when I was doing research to to have this interview with you, I learned that you like to do rock climbing and you you enjoy walking with your dog, which I think makes you perfect for this question. We got a question from Gary via Twitter, and he said, what kind of drinks and snacks do you recommend if you're going to be out away from the home for the day?
1: Yeah, great question. I mean, it kind of depends a little bit on what you're going to be doing. If you're going to be at work, maybe like sitting most of the day, then you would probably Probably want to go for maybe lighter, lower calorie snacks, things like vegetables and fruits. If you're going to be out on the trail or, you know, doing something a little more active, then maybe something a little hardier, like a trail mix or a granola bar could give you a little more energy. Um, but in general, I like to always have a little bit of protein and fiber with every meal and snack. So protein comes from, you know, meats, beans, nuts, and seeds. Uh, Cheeses, things like that. Um, And fiber comes from plant foods like fruits and vegetables, um, whole grains, beans, things like that. And that helps you feel full and satisfied and it gives you energy to keep you going throughout the day.
0: I love it. Well, since we're on to questions that we got, we did get another question uh, from Tony on Facebook and he said, I'm diabetic and struggling to get my blood sugar under control. Which of the programs do you offer that would be the best or safest for an insulin dependent person?
1: Yeah. So people who take insulin can participate in really any of our programs. You may just want to collaborate with your doctor because oftentimes, I mean, this is a good problem, but as you're losing weight, you may need to reduce your insulin um, and your diabetes medications. And the HMR program has been really effective for people who have diabetes and so has the group lifestyle balance program. And the group lifestyle balance program, you know, It's um, it's a part of the diabetes prevention program, but we absolutely welcome people who already have diabetes. Um, So those would either of those would be a really great option.
0: Are there different programs for if I need to lose twenty pounds versus I need to lose two hundred pounds?
1: Yeah. So the hmr program has been voted the number one diet for fast weight loss for i think four years now Um so it's really uh kind of proven effective for those who have more weight to lose in a shorter amount of time so for the 200 pound weight loss i might recommend that one um but for the, I mean, the group lifestyle balance program, people can absolutely lose a lot of weight in that one, but the goal of the program is a 7% weight loss. So, 7% of your body weight, because that's what's been shown to really dramatically reduce your risk of diabetes. So, I would say kind of both would be a good option for either, and it really just comes down to um, what kind of program do you want in terms of. Um, you know, do you want meal replacements or do you want your own meal plan? Um,
0: things like that. Makes sense. Um, do you guys focus on kind of overall wellness? I mean, how are you talking about the mental health aspect of weight loss or is that something that's done separately?
1: You know, I'm, I'm glad you asked that because it's something that I think is not talked about enough, but it is a huge part of weight loss. And, um, I think, my dream one day is to work in a collaborative setting with a mental health professional and myself as the, you know, nutrition piece. So we do sort of address a little bit of that when we talk about things like mindful eating and we talk with people about um, maybe changing some of their habits that they have, which is really about, you know, mental health in a lot of ways. Um, But we don't have any mental health professionals that are, you know, working as part of our programs or part of our staff. Um, And I really encourage people to seek counseling or work with a mental health professional while they are losing weight or while they're doing one of these types of programs.
0: Uh, I love it. I wish that mental health was integrated in everything. And it's one of the things I love most about Providence is that, you know, mental health is integrated into maternity, right? Pre and post. It's integrated into if you have heart surgery. What is the mental health aspect of that? And weight loss is definitely mental health. I mean, a lot of it's about how did you get to this point? A lot of it's how do you deal with it when you get through it? Like I'm a, I'm an emotional eater, a happy eater, a sad eater, an angry eater. Like Mm -hmm. I know, and I can usually tell based on what I'm craving, how I'm feeling. So I do, I do think it's an integral part for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And for those who have identified that they're emotional eaters or, um, that mental health plays a big role, I really think mindful and intuitive eating can be um, really great strategies or great tools for them to, to practice.
0: Well, without giving away the whole program, you know, in one, one session, are there any tips that you would give people that maybe they would have learned in, if they go to your program? Like, could you give us a sneak peek of one of the takeaways?
1: Sure, well, one thing that they all have in common is eating fruits and vegetables. And I know it sounds probably pretty cliche because everybody knows fruits and vegetables are healthy and you know we should eat more. But the reality is that very few of us are eating enough fruits and vegetables and they're so helpful for weight loss and also just improving your health. So we really encourage people to increase fruit and vegetable intake. Um, and finding ways to be active that's another really important one And I think a lot of times people can be really sort of black and white or all or nothing when it comes to exercise. You might think, you know, if I'm not going to the gym and doing a really hard workout, then I might as well do nothing. But uh, we really work with people to start finding small ways to be active just throughout their day and to just increase movement. So not, um, not sitting as much. And Finding kind of a middle ground between being really, really active at the gym and being a couch potato,
0: so. I, I love the fruits and vegetables piece because it was one of the biggest insights I had was not just fruits and vegetables but but fresh ones, right? Like I ate a lot of dried fruit, but I didn't realize how many calories were in that. Um I love ice cream and sorbet and frozen yogurt, and I found that if I just froze my fresh fruit and then put it into the food processor, I could make ice cream without adding any sugar. Like, those were really insightful things that I learned. And I, I think that those little tips basically are life-changing for you.
1: Yeah, that's a great example.
0: So quick question for you. We've heard a ton about Mediterranean diet lately, and we get questions about it probably three, four times a day. Give us your take on it. Is it good? Is it bad? Is it, what? what is it? Um, it's good.
1: Yes. <laughs> yeah. So I've, um, I've, I'm a huge advocate of the Mediterranean diet. That's how I try to eat personally. And um, there's just a really quite a lot of research that shows that it's good for pretty much any health condition, whether it's preventing or improving your diabetes, um, heart disease, it reduces inflammation, it's good for brain health. So I think it's, it's really great. And with Mediterranean diet, it, it does really focus on a lot of those high fiber plant foods that I've been talking about. So vegetables, fruits, beans, whole grains, nuts and seeds, um, and healthy fats too, like your avocados and olive oils, fish. So it it is a really effective and great diet.
0: What do you say to the people who say diet is an ugly word, right? It It is a lifestyle commitment, right? But there are kind of peaks and valleys. What do you say about that?
1: Yeah, I would say that diet, well, when I say diet, I kind of Um, think of it interchangeably with eating pattern, but eating pattern is maybe a better way to talk about um, kind of what you want to focus on. The problem with dieting or like diet culture is that it tends to look like people going on a diet, which means they follow something really restrictive for a short period of time. And the goal is to get to a certain weight and then you're done with the diet. So when you're off the diet, you generally go back to what you were doing before, and then the weight tends to come back and the health problems come back. You know, so um, a diet is only effective as long as you're on it. So, what I love about our programs, especially the, the Group Lifestyle Balance Program, is is really great for this too. Um, is we focus on health, developing healthy eating patterns, and thinking long term. So when people are looking to lose weight or improve their health, I really encourage them not to think short-term. Think long-term, years out. What can you do that's gonna be sustainable for you? And what types of changes to your eating can you make that you'll be able to keep doing over the long-term?
0: What do you think about intermittent fasting?
1: Um, Intermittent fasting is really popular these days, and I think it can be good for people who who kind of struggle with just lowering their calorie intake or, you know, making kind of traditional healthy eating changes. Um, Intermittent fasting is basically just shortening the period of time that you eat or, you know, incorporating times where you're not eating anything into your Routine um, and that can be an effective way to eat less and reduce your calorie intake and so it can help people lose weight um, I don't know that it's necessarily better for everybody. Um, there are some studies that suggest it maybe has some metabolic benefits like maybe helps people with um, you know metabolizing carbs and improving diabetes um, I don't know that there's enough evidence to say that everybody should do it, um, but it it can be effective. So what I say when people ask me about intermittent fasting is um, I would recommend doing maybe like time-restricted eating, which means eating for a shorter window during the day and moving that window toward the earlier part of the day. So doing most of your eating in the morning and the afternoon rather than at night, because our bodies are designed to metabolize food better or more effectively earlier in the day versus at nighttime.
0: It makes sense that you're you're more active during the day too. I, I'm a big intermittent faster, but that's mostly because I have binge eating problems in the evening. But I have a couple of coworkers who told me that they were eating like, I mean, not great food and a lot of it in those hours that they could eat. And I said, I think you might be missing the point.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem It's you know, you you can pack a lot of calories into the times when you are eating. So if you're going to intermittent fast, you do still want to just follow general healthy eating principles too.
0: Well, I think we're almost out of time. So I'm going to ask you one last question, which is what's the one thing you'd want people to know about the weight loss programs that you guys are offering? Ooh, the one thing, um,
1: I would say that there are many, many, many ways to lose weight. These days, um, you know, your options are almost endless. And um, I would just encourage people to find something where they feel supported because research tells us and my own personal experience tells us, um, you know, in my career that when people are supported and they have ongoing support, and they have a little bit of structure and accountability, they do better and you know, weight loss is hard. It's challenging to lose weight and it's even more challenging to keep it off. So um, it can really help to be in the company of other people who are working on the same goals as you and to have the support of um, some
0: professionals along the way. I lied, I have one more question. <laughs> tell great. me because what great. a great what a great service that you you're offering. Do you have any success stories or is there any feeling that you get when you have a patient that maybe comes back 6 months later has hit their goal, is enjoying life and just really like life-changing and you were able to do that for them?
1: Uh yes. Um I mean, I love my job. <laughs> Let me just say that. I have a great job. Um I have gotten the chance to work with a lot of people over um, prolonged periods of time and to see them really reach their health goals. And it always gives me the warm fuzzies. Um, I mean, there's one individual in our HMR program who's lost over 100 pounds and is still keeping that off. And, you know, that's really amazing to see. And some people who have even smaller goals than that, you know, to see them reach their weight goals is really great. Um, but the thing that is most gratifying to me is to see people who came into one of our programs or to individual consults with me feeling really overwhelmed and not having really any confidence in their ability to make healthy food choices and to know what to eat and to navigate, you know, our complex world of food and to see them develop confidence and become comfortable with making healthy food choices and kind of trusting themselves to do that is is really, really gratifying to me. And that's something that I get to see on a regular basis.
0: Oh, I love it. That has to be satisfying. Um, well, thank you, Caitlin, for joining us today on Talk with the Doc and everyone for listening and sending in your questions. We look forward to future topics with more experts from Providence. Make sure to follow us on social media at Providence on Twitter and under Providence Health System on Instagram and Facebook. To learn more about our mission programs and services, visit Providence.org. Thanks for listening.